Perry v. Arkansas Department of Human Services, 2023, ARC App 323. The Arkansas Court of Appeals, in reversing an order terminating parental rights and remanding, reasoned that a foundational requirement to terminate parental rights is that one must first be determined to be the parent. But that was not all. The trial court also dismissed the credibility of appellant without sufficient evidence. Judge Verdon explained, quote, It is essential that an order be entered finding a person to be a parent as defined in section 927.303.41 in order to terminate the person's parental rights. Acquiescence by the father is not sufficient. Lester was not adjudicated the father of MC2 and MC3, so his being named as father in pleadings and his receiving parent counsel is not determinative of the issue regarding MC4. Therefore, the circuit court clearly erred in terminating Lester's parental rights to MC4 because his parental status regarding MC4 had not been sufficiently established. End of quote. A second point, lack of sufficient factual support to support the lower court's decision was another problem. Quote, A blanket finding by the circuit court that Lester's testimony was not credible cannot fulfill the standard of review. Allegations in a termination petition do not, in and of themselves, rise to the level of proven facts to support termination grounds. We defer to the circuit court on matters of credibility, but we must also balance that deference with the due process rights of the parent. The orders in the record contained sparse details. There was no documentation of Lester's progress or compliance from the time of removal until the November 23, 2021 permanency planning hearing when the court found he was making significant, measurable progress and that he was working diligently to complete the goals of the case. At the March 29, 2022, 15-month hearing, he was found to be in partial compliance, but the record does not indicate what changed over those four months. In the absence of actual proof of other subsequent factors, along with indifference to remedying them, termination is clearly erroneous. Credibility findings alone are insufficient. End of quote. Judge Brown, who was joined by Judge Gruber, dissented, quote, I agree with the majority's finding that the circuit court erred in terminating Perry's parental rights to MC4 because Perry was never found to be MC4's parent as required under the Arkansas Juvenile Code. However, the majority and I part ways in the analysis of the termination of Perry's parental rights to MC2 and MC3. While the majority holds that the circuit court erroneously terminated Perry's parental rights to MC2 and MC3 because it was based exclusively on speculation and credibility determinations, I would hold that the evidence sufficiently chins the bar outlined in the applicable standard of review. End of quote. A large part of the opinion discussed the question of whether appellate continued a relationship with Tequila, having exhibited mental problems. Quote, During a random home visit to Perry's prior residence in May 2022, only a few months before the termination hearing, a female was found hiding under blankets on a mattress in the front room. When caseworker Bradley inquired about the person's identity, Perry said it was a white girl he works with. Bradley, however, saw the arm of a black person. 
Perry refused to state who the person was, laughed about the situation, and just stated it was someone he works with. Cape's worker Philip Lidicke testified that the person in Perry's bed was tequila. He did not see her face, but he recognized the vocal sounds, moaning and groaning, as those identical to sounds tequila makes when she is angry. The majority argues there is no proof that the person was tequila and that Perry claims it was tequila's cousin. Quote, After a visitation between Perry and the children, tequila was seen getting into Perry's vehicle. There is no dispute that it was, in fact, tequila. The majority, however, minimizes this incident by stating that there was no time frame given for when tequila entered the vehicle. During another visitation, Perry allowed tequila to call and talk to the children. Tequila was also spotted in the parking lot of Perry's new apartment complex. Lidicke stated that Tequila took off running when she saw him. When asked if it was possible that Tequila was there visiting someone else when she was spotted in the parking lot of his new apartment complex, Perry responded, no, no. The majority diminishes this incident by stating there was no testimony regarding proximity to Perry's apartment. Perry was aware of Tequila's mental health issues and explosive anger. The emotional well-being of the children cannot arguably be served by access to such a parent, yet Perry stated throughout the case that he did not understand why Tequila could not be around the children. Although he testified at the hearing that he would call the police if Tequila showed up and would not allow her to be around the children, his pattern of dishonesty and evasiveness supports the circuit court's determination that, regarding Perry, there's no credibility whatsoever. End of quote. End of decision.